Okay, so uh, my name is Jeff Williams. Uh, I'm the lead Microsoft 365 trainer at the Inform team, and I'm joined today uh, by uh, Sarah Fenner. Sarah, uh, welcome, and would you like to introduce yourself? Thank you. Yeah, I'm a Microsoft 365 consultant and trainer. Um, I'm also Microsoft MVP, and I've been working with Microsoft 365 since before it was called 365, back in the BPOS days. So been working with it a little while now. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure you've seen a whole heap of changes uh, over the course of that time. Indeed, indeed. Haven't so, we all? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> So one of the more recent changes uh, within Microsoft 365 is the introduction of Microsoft Viva, uh, which is kind of the uh, the new hot topic, if you like. And I know it's very much a, an area of focus for, uh, for Microsoft uh, right now. One of uh, the things that we do here at the Inform team is to help to inform our customers on the real benefits uh, of uh, Microsoft Viva, sort of explaining the, the real tangible benefits over uh, picking that out from the sales pitch, if you like. So how would yeah. you describe the benefits of, of Viva to uh, your um, customers? Well, Viva is quite different to other products, especially in the Microsoft suite, in that it's focused on the employee experience rather than directly on productivity. So it's a little bit harder to quantify perhaps than some of the other tools, which I think is why there's some confusion in the market about what it is and what it can do. But if we look at the work trend index that Microsoft have published, this research as to how we're working, what are the challenges we face? Viva is a tool set to help us approach those challenges and resolve them for our organization. So it's about data-driven insights and technology working hand in hand with business processes and, and user, um, user activity to improve the overall employee experience, productivity, well-being, the whole piece, not just a particular uh, targeted bit of productivity, like perhaps communication through teams. So it's a really exciting space to be looking at because it is so unique this kind of combination of all of those factors in one project effectively yeah uh, that's really interesting so uh, there were obviously different modules uh, within viva and some are kind of focused on uh, specific things and, and and i think some are focused on sort of improving people's efficiency some perhaps more focused on uh, improving people's work-life balance uh, and those kind of things. What sort of experience have you had in terms of feedback that you've had from people that you've been uh, working with on uh, on Viva? Well, most people, when you mention the word Viva, tend to think of that daily email that's landing in their inbox, um, the Viva Insights email. And that is probably the most visible tool and that is aimed at driving productivity balanced with well-being. So that whole work-life balance scenario. And that isn't everything that Viva's about, but that's probably the first misconception that people need to get over is that it's more than just that email and just those insights. And once we do that, then people become generally more open and aware to the product as a whole and the benefits it can offer their business. So 
that's really the starting point is understanding what's on offer across the whole range of tools. As you say, there is a range. We've got um, Viva Insights, obviously, we've just mentioned with the data-driven insights into productivity and well-being. We've got Viva Goals about objectives setting at organization level and managing those down to the individual. We've got Viva Topics, which is about harnessing that information you've got in your Microsoft 365 environment and capturing the knowledge that's trapped in our documentation. Um, we've got Viva Connections, again, a SharePoint-based or, or top, a tool that builds on top of SharePoint, which is bringing the SharePoint intranet into Teams, which uh, what have I missed? Um, goals, topics. Viva Engage, which is Yammer inside Teams. It's an ever-expanding list, isn't it? There's learning. The, the... How could I miss learning as a trainer? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the idea is we're bringing it all to our fingertips to improve the employee experience, to make it easier for us to do our job, to do the right thing across those different areas. Yeah. Yeah, and I think you're right that Viva Insights is the one that's most visible. So when when you hear the word Viva, that's the one that most people kind of uh, automatically think that you're referring to. Uh, and yes. maybe there's actually an issue with Microsoft in that they lumped all of these completely different apps, really, all under the uh, the Viva suite uh, sort of term. And I think that does cause some uh, some confusion with some people because they don't really realise that all of the other uh, sort of uh, aspects that we we have across Viva. Uh, and I think with insights in particular, uh, I know when I've spoken to some people, they're, they're a bit concerned that it's a, a bit like Big Brother watching you, sort of somebody snooping on uh, on what you're, you're doing, your, your manager keeping an eye and making sure that you're, uh, you're fully active on Teams all day long and, and that kind of thing. Uh, how would you sort of answer those kind of challenges? And is that a challenge that you've come across, I guess, is probably a, uh, the starting point? Yeah, I mean, the first question people always face is, I've got this email. Who else has got this email about me? Who else is seeing this information? It's important to understand that personal insights are personal. Okay. Um, Microsoft have worked very hard, especially over the past five, six years, to improve privacy, security, and compliance across all of their products. And they're now industry leading in those fields. So, that is baked into Microsoft Fever. So what I see on my personal insights is personal. It's only visible to me. When we go into company-wide insights, then we're actually in the space where privacy is still maintained by virtue of the fact that no metric, no graph chart percentage can be generated unless at least five different users have contributed to it. So if it says 10% of your staff work outside of the normal hours, for example, then we know at, at least five people have worked outside of hours. The idea being we can't drill down to the individual to protect the privacy of the individual still in that. So um, it is baked into the technology your boss isn't spying on you well no more than perhaps looking over your shoulder as they would do in the office yeah. um but yeah i think 
the the data that Viva is built on is captured by Microsoft 365, whether it's surfaced in Viva or not. And someone with the technical expertise can query the Microsoft Graph to find out which documents you've worked on. We don't because it's too much like hard work. Yeah, that, I, I know what you're saying. It, the, the data is kind of anonymized, isn't it? Uh, so uh, yeah, you see the trends and the statistics, but you can't identify the uh, individual people. Exactly, yeah. and and most of the reporting inside Microsoft 365 is all set to use um, made up usernames, series of numbers and digits that don't actually match back to the individual or not visibly to the person interpreting the reports. And the same is true of Viva. We can't drill down to see how much time Jeff spent on his email on Saturday. Way too long, I can assure you that much. Yeah. Um, okay, that's that's really interesting to, to hear. And I think it's really important that we communicate that to, uh, to people when we're, we're talking about Viva. And I guess when we are communicating about Viva, we've already said it's grown massively uh, just over the last few months that we, we've been talking uh, about Viva. Uh, there's been new modules added uh, on a regular basis. Uh, and it can be quite difficult to keep up to date with exactly which modules uh, are available, exactly what they do, uh, and whether they're included as part of the standard license or you need to take out uh, additional licensing for them. So how would you recommend uh, we sort of communicate that uh, with our customers that they can stay up to date and they know, uh, know what's available and what's important to them, to understanding what's, uh, what they're most likely to get the benefit from? I would actually turn that around to start with. And I would start with a conversation of what the business is looking to achieve. What are the what are the problem areas they're looking to resolve so that they don't try and learn everything? You know, Microsoft 365 is vast. If you try to keep up to date on everything 365, security, compliance, Viva, et cetera, you will... Um, spend a little bit of each day on that. Um, I spend at least an hour every day looking at the updates that are coming through across that space. Um, and most people don't need to do that because we're here to do it for them. Absolutely. Exactly. So um, I think organisations need to decide what the key objectives are for their organisation and therefore look at the tooling and the business processes to resolve that and then stay up to date on those areas. And it's up to organizations like ourselves to then share interesting things that come out in over and above. Like we're talking about Viva now, this is something that's over and above Microsoft 365 and making users aware of what it can offer. So it's a partnership approach between organizations and their, and, and, and their partners like the Inform team to keep them up to date on that information. Yeah, and I completely agree with like across the whole Microsoft 365 suite, just like you, I spend a lot of time every day uh, looking at the roadmap, looking at various blogs, all sorts of different sources of uh, of information. 
uh, just to try and pick out the bits that are perhaps most relevant to uh, yeah. our customers. Uh, some bits won't be, some bits uh, will be. And I guess one of the challenges with uh, with Viva in particular, I think, is because there are these different modules, helping them understand how um, their sort of potential ROI uh, is is impacted across those uh, different modules with the different features uh, that we have available. So have you got any advice in terms of sort of helping uh, clients understand their how they can work out the ROI for uh, for Viva in particular, bearing in mind that some uh, some parts do require an additional license? Yeah, um, I would, it depends on how the organization works. Okay, Microsoft did commission a Forrester study called the economic impact of Microsoft Viva. And that goes into the methodology that they use to calculate the return on investment for an organization based on um, the changes in the organization from introducing Viva. And the key things they were looking at there were um, the time from onboarding to full productivity of new employees, uh, employee retention rates, the reach of internal communications, how easy it was for communications to reach um, the end users and how many of them actually consumed that information rather than just marking the email as read. Um, employee satisfaction and also employee productivity. And those are the areas that Viva is helping us improve within an organization. So you need some way of measuring that to see what the impact of introducing Viva is going to be. And in the Forrester study, they set out the, the normal, whatever normal actually is, but they set out um, what an average organization should expect to, to see improvement-wise with the adoption of Microsoft Viva. So that study is very helpful in working out what you can expect. And also to maybe clarify some of the business benefits of each of the modules as well. Yeah, uh, I completely get that. And how would you uh, kind of help um, clients understand which of the pay-for modules in particular might be of most interest to them? So there, um, obviously the, the stuff that comes bundled as part of your Microsoft 365 license is one thing, but when you've got to pay for those extra modules, then uh, most people are probably not going to want to pay for all of them. So um, we really need to help those uh, clients understand which ones would be most relevant to to them? Well, there's a couple of things. First of all, on paying for all of them, if you actually are thinking of more than two of the premium modules, the paid for components, then it's actually better value to go for the Viva suite, which includes all of them. It's currently 80 pence per month more for all of them than it is for two. Okay. So, so that's the first thing to think about. Um, the other thing I would I would say is if you're going to um, be looking at Viva and what it can offer your organization, it's really starting with what your objectives are as an organization. Yeah. If you if as an organization we don't know what our mission statement is, what our overall objectives for the financial year oh, we don't know where to invest our time and effort and money 
So uh, fortunately, I mean, there is a Viva module to help us do that, Viva Goals, to define objectives and key results that we want to achieve in the year to match those objectives. And it may be that for many organisations, that's a good place to start. Obviously, we don't need a piece of technology to do that work, but it, the idea of Viva Goals is that it lets individuals see how they're contributing into the organisation goal overall. Um, and I think that that really is how we need to start the conversations and how organisations need to think about Viva. What are we trying to achieve? And yes, perhaps we need to give them that information as to what modules are there yeah. and what they're trying to do before we can then pull, before they can really think about their objectives and how they line up. But unless we've got both pieces of information, we can't, we can't really yeah. advise the customer on how a module would fit into their objectives and they can't see the business benefits. So it's a two pronged, approach that we need that, that's interesting and yes i know uh, viva goals is based on okrs isn't it and i know that's yes, kind of a, a, a sort of hot topic at the moment and uh, um if i'm honest viva goals was the first time that i've come across uh, okrs had, had you used okrs previously or were you introduced uh, just through goals uh, itself well i'd come across okrs previously um it, quite a long time ago uh, on uh, a project that I worked on for a startup company, they they actually worked out all of their objectives and their um, the, the results, the key results that they wanted to achieve over the first three years of the life of the company. Um, so I had come across them, but they hadn't termed them OKRs. So it took a little bit of research before I linked the two up in my brain. Right. Yeah. And I suspect there might be quite a lot of other people uh, in the world that uh, were in a similar boat where maybe that they kind of experienced the same thing, but uh, it wasn't called that. So uh, I think if you yeah. can sort of translate that to the uh, to those people, then uh, that would really help them understand what Viva Goals is all about, really. Yes. So, I mean, most organisations tend to have a mission statement and then their um key performance indicators probably for the organization maybe defined objectives that they're working towards we take microsoft for example to enable every person on the planet to do to achieve more i probably quoted it not quite correctly i don't live and breathe it unfortunately but um you know that public mission statement is then broken down into the objectives for the year and then further on into those key results that they're trying to achieve to show that they're working towards those objectives. Uh, I can I know what you mean uh, by that. So goals is obviously one of the newer uh, components of yes. uh, the Viva Suite. Uh, we already know of another couple that are coming uh, quite soon. So. Um, yes. Uh, remind me, it's Pulse and Amplify, I think, are the two that we uh, we know about at the moment, don't we? Uh, I'm sure there will be others coming further down the down the uh, the line. Do, have you got, as a an MVP, have you got any inside knowledge of what we might be uh, expecting next? 
Um, now that's a difficult question. Um, I have, as, as MVPs, we do have access to some pre-information. Some of it's under NDA and we're not allowed to discuss it. Um, but Microsoft have been talking about um, Glint becoming part of Microsoft Viva because Microsoft purchased Glint. Um, and that's very similar to Pulse. They're both surveying tools, but Pulse is targeted at the team and Glint is a surveying tool that's targeted at the organization. So looking at the overall um, comfort factor, well-being, the overall feelings within the organization and, and monitoring and managing that is what Glint offers us. And with that coming into Viva alongside Viva Pulse, enabling team managers to survey their team and see that um, that health of the organization at team level. There's obviously going to be some feedback from those into insights as well. And I think generally what we're seeing is much more of that integration between the modules and working together and supporting each other and being complementary. And features that we've experienced in other Microsoft products, such as Q&A in Yammer becoming part of the Viva family uh, with enhancements on them over and above what they are at the moment. So Microsoft have already announced Answers is coming to Viva Engage, which is a, an enhancement of Q&A in Yammer. Um, the extension of Viva topics across multiple other areas that's rolling out in, um, in Yammer at the moment and also will be coming to Teams channels. So I think it's more that that permeation of the Viva fingers, if you like, the, the tentacles reaching out into more places and, and joining up much more and becoming much more integrated. Yeah. Oh, that's, uh, and thank you for the insight on that. There, there were certainly things in there that I wasn't aware of. So uh, I really appreciate you sharing what you can share. I uh, appreciate that there are some <laughs> things that you can't do. Uh, and of well, course- it's also partly because some of the things they share with us and ask us for feedback on are not confirmed and may never happen. So. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, Microsoft Teams is at the heart of all of this and all of the uh, the sort of different Viva apps uh, seem to be uh, integrated into Teams in uh, one way or another, either as a separate app or uh, something like that. So is that a trend that you see continuing? Yes. Yeah, I, I thought that would be a short and, short and sweet answer to that one. Yeah, very much... Uh, uh, everything is sort of Teams and, and Viva focus. So bringing the two together just makes uh, absolute sense, doesn't it? I think it's key to understand from that approach that Microsoft see Teams as the hub for teamwork, exactly as the marketing material says. That does exactly what it says on the tin. Um, yeah. The idea is we lose a lot of time by switching from one application to another so by integrating it all into or accessing it all via Teams, we don't get that distraction, that lack of focus, which costs us time. So yes, the whole ethos of Viva of improving the employee experience and the team's methodology of being that single hub really mesh really well together to, to help users 
to use an old Microsoft slogan, work smarter, not harder. Absolutely, yeah. I'd like to describe Teams as kind of the front door uh, to, to Microsoft 365 services and apps. And you walk through that door, you go down the corridor, and then you've got different doors on each side that might be uh, equivalent to the different apps that uh, we can we can access. But we're getting to it all from that sort of same uh, central place. So uh, I completely uh, completely agree with you on that one. I think that's. And to that's take your analogy a little bit further, we're not having to go into different buildings. No, absolutely, we're all in that same building, just with uh, separate doors off the same corridor. Yes. Okay, that was great, Sarah. Thank you very much for your time. Uh, it's been uh, really great to hear your uh, your insights, uh, excuse the pun, uh, into uh, the different parts of uh, Viva. So thank you once again and look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you.